What's, What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. I am Toshiba Oliver, one of your hosts. And I'm Leah Ross, your other host. Living as an urban Christian woman is an amazing gift and an incredible responsibility. We need God's truth to shape and transform us. The Urban Christian Woman is a space to help us grow in faith and steward who we are and the cultural context in which we live. On this podcast, we will excavate God's word and have great conversation about books the Bible, discuss things happening in culture along with its challenges and how the Bible responds, and hear from and be encouraged by women living faithfully in everyday spaces for the glory of God. So listen, wherever you are, know that in this space, come on in because the water is fine and be equipped for everyday life through the Urban Christian Woman podcast. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. What's up, ladies, and welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. Ladies, we are so grateful to be back in what will be our last series of this season um, called On Mission. Leah? Mission. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am excited about this series, especially coming um, off of the discipleship series, um, we really felt that it would be profitable for Mm -hmm. us as women to understand now that we know what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, how to follow Jesus as his disciples, what those essentials are, right, in the Christian life. Um, How can we be on mission? How do we know I mean, I talk to young women all the time and they're like, Toshiba, what's my purpose? Mm -hmm. I'm just like struggling with understanding, like, what's my purpose? Like, I'm really struggling with knowing, like, if I'm in God's will Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. what's my next steps, all of these things. Right. And so it just became very clear to us that um, what does it mean for us as women today in this time, in this cultural uh, period and season to know what it means to be on mission. Yeah. And Toshiba, what I would just say is that if um, ladies are joining us that haven't listened through the discipleship series, like go on ahead and circle back ladies, because there is just a whole entire framework of right. Like calling and obedience to that, that then puts this in a framework, right? Like this is what it means to actually walk it out in every day and wherever the Lord has you. So yeah, yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm super pumped because it is sort of like the next step. I mean, it is the next step. Yeah. 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 We're going forward. Yeah. So in, in this series, you're just going to sort of hear us just talk about like these, a big takeaway, like what, what um, does it mean? What doesn't it mean? Like, we're just going to go through Mm -hmm. just big truths and then um, have some dialogue around that and uh, just see how we are called to live in light of that. So digging right in. Our big takeaway for um, today's uh, episode of being on mission is being on mission is coming under God's mission so that he may be glorified. Mm -hmm. Being on mission is coming under God's mission so that he may be glorified. So Leah, talk to us about what, 
where do we see mission on scripture? Yeah. Just let's mm-hmm. let's just start there. Where yeah. do we see mission in scripture? Mm-hmm. Well, the whole scripture. Okay. <laughs> let's start there. <laughs> let's because, start you know, if we're talking about coming under God's mission so that he may be glorified, right? Mm-hmm. The whole story of the Bible is a whole story um, that points to the glory of God, that points to the beginning of the story all the way to the end of the story of how he gets the glory. Right. And so anywhere you fall into scripture, you're going to find the mission of God illuminated. But when we talk about like, okay, where do we see it defined? Like, where can we actually see it played out? We're talking about the very beginning. We got Mm -hmm. Genesis one, right? Mm -hmm. Where we see God not only displaying mission in in himself, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, Mm -hmm. but also commissioning Mm. his creation, uh, man and woman together. Um, So, yeah, I mean, when we talk about it, we're looking at Genesis 1, we're looking at um, verse 28, where Mm -hmm. we see um, after God created man and woman, and I'm just going to read it, God Mm -hmm. blessed them. So Mm -hmm. this is, so this is, this word that follows is a blessing. Mm -hmm. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And so there is the, um, what fancier than us theologians call the cultural mandate, Mm -hmm. right? And it is his mission for his creation, for his people, right? And Mm -hmm. And it does reflect the fact that man and woman were made in God's image. It reflects the fact that, um, he, has us as his creation stamped with his own characteristics, right? So Mm -hmm. we think about the fruitfulness and um, the dominion and the multiplication, like all of these things are things that already reflected in God when he created the whole world, when he created us as well. Right. So, yeah, Leah, I feel like even as you're, you're talking about this, you know, there is this real um, rootedness that we as women, um, have to have and possess to say that God's word in its entirety is true mm-hmm. and to be rooted in that, to believe the creation account mm-hmm. is to believe that um, God himself has created and orchestrated God's people mm-hmm. in God's place mm-hmm. under God's rule. Mm-hmm. And so if we are not saying that 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 we believe that that is true, mm-hmm. it can easily shift us into a whole bunch of things, which I know that we're going to get in a little bit later on as we talk about what does the mandate mean? What doesn't it mean? But mm-hmm. I really want us to land there that if we believe that God created mm-hmm. out of his triumphness, it right at the top of Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created, Mm -hmm. right? So you're seeing the creator creating Mm -hmm. and out of creating, we now have creation. So Mm -hmm. as God said, God did, God called, he himself is is ruling and um, creating and stewarding and, 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 and calling the shots. Yeah. For a lack of a better term, you know, <laughs> um, he, he's calling the shots. And I think this is, it seems 
almost like I'm oversimplifying it, but this is a real struggle for us when we will sort of see this when we're starting to get on our own mission versus mm-hmm. God's mission, mm-hmm. because it's so easy for us to do. And so there is this rootedness of, do I believe God's word is true? And mm-hmm. do I believe that God is the creator, mm-hmm. creating mm-hmm. his creation? Yeah, yeah. Amen. You know what? And I think even as you were saying that, I'm like, this This all comes out of a place of believing that God has something good for us, right? So like his mm-hmm. blessing, when he blesses, uh, the, the mandate is in a sense a blessing, uh, believing that what then he commissions us to is good, which comes right. out of his character of being good. Because listen, we all know mm. what it's like to be under the rule or the authority of someone who is not good, right? And so we sometimes carry that baggage on to being under God. You better come on in here on time. I'm for real, girl, because that, I mean, I know for a fact that I've experienced that and many of us can identify with that as well Mm -hmm. of like part of bucking against what God has for us is not really believing that it's what he, that that he is good. And so what he has is good. Right. So, yeah. So you're telling me that we're, we're operating out of a created goodness. Yeah. Because he is good. He is the author of good. Amen. Mm. Bars dropped. Bars currently dropped. I mean, that's just his character. That's just his character, you know, and it depending on how you grew up, just like what you're saying. Some Mm -hmm. of us have grown up in very um, some spaces that that have baggage. You absolutely right. I was about to go into some real hardcore terms for people, (laughs) but we're not going to do that. What we are saying, though. Fly by. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Is that we have baggage, but to understand the mm-hmm. the the God pe- God right. God being Creator right. is necessary, right. and right. that He does it out of His goodness. Mm-hmm. He is good. Yeah. So then when we talk, when we talk about what he has given us to do, yeah. right, this is what we're looking at in Genesis one twenty eight. He's mm-hmm. asked us to, he asked humankind in mm-hmm. Adam and Eve to mm-hmm. be fruitful and mm-hmm. multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over it. And so, and have dominion over his creation. Yeah. Okay. Which not is, not yeah. one another. Yeah. Not one another, but Otherwise. over his creation. That's it. Over his creation. Can Over I say the, something? The animals, the plants, the earth. Come not on, one now. another. Come not on. One another. And, yes, come on now. And can I say this too? Mm-hmm. Is that let's back that train up just a little bit because it says God bless them. So God's uh order that He has He has commissioned us towards was out of a blessing and yeah. not out of hardship. Right. Okay. Right. Because we can sometimes think work. We can yeah. sometimes think all of these things mm-hmm. are rooted in like, oh, this is from the toil of that is that there is a byproduct of sin. Yes, that is <laughs> yeah. true. In work, but yeah. understanding that God had already gave the mandate mm-hmm. and He did it out of a blessing first. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Work is a blessing. Work is not a result of the curse. It's mm-hmm. not a result of the fall. Okay. God modeled work beforehand. Okay. He mm-hmm. mo- he modeled, like, like we said, being on mission, doing the things with the purpose yes. that he had in his mind. Mm-hmm. And so mo- and so giving us that is him giving out of his goodness, just like mm-hmm. you said. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So let's talk about this fruitfulness Mm-hmm. multiplication. All right. So mm-hmm. what does this actually mean, right? To be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Mm-hmm. So this part of the mandate 
mm-hmm. he is giving, and this is this is for them to literally fill the earth, right? To right. populate it with humankind. Right. And so I think, you know, maybe I guess we're gonna talk and unpack a little bit more about what that means for us, but it is the in definition, right? When we're talking about fruitfulness, we're talking about being uh being able to produce from the seed of whatever you're, it's coming from, right? Like the, the mm-hmm. plant is fruitful, right? Mm-hmm. The, the apple tree is fruitful when it makes apples, right? Mm-hmm. And so what are we connected to? What are, what are Adam and Eve? What is humanity connected to? Mm-hmm. And so let that really help us define what does it mean to be fruitful, mm-hmm. right? To, to multiply. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I said, we, well, let's unpack this a little bit later, but it's not necessarily all just making babies. I mean, Adam and Eve, that was their mm-hmm. job. That was a part of their job right. but when it had what has been twisted in here is a little bit of the um right like my mission particularly we're talking to women okay mm-hmm. like our mm-hmm. urban christian women might fall under the realm of believing that my i'm not being fruitful unless mm-hmm. i'm having kids yes and i mean we'll even get into this either I'm not being fruitful. I am being fruitful if I'm having kids and I'm not being fruitful if I'm not having kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Those two mm-hmm. things collectively, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I'm parsing okay, that. Pick up what yeah, I'm putting down today absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, you gonna, we're going to dig into that a little bit more in detail. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the mission of um, God as creator, right? Mm-hmm. And how he creates through the, through the cultural mandate. Let's talk about the mission of Christ. Ladies, jump right to John 17, 1 through 5. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of The Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one-sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. Let's talk about the mission of Christ. Ladies, jump right to John 17, 1 through 5. And we're going to be right there at the top of John 17, because now we want to see, well, what was the mission of Christ? Mm-hmm. We have a triune God. We see the triune God operating in cre- creation in Genesis 1 and 2. This is the first in Genesis 1 and 2 is the first time that we are going to see our right at the beginning of scripture, right? So if if we want to know the mission, then we have to understand not just uh, God the Father, but now we need to see what was God the Son? What was the mission of Christ? Mm-hmm. And John 17, 1 through 5 says, Jesus spoke these things, looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you since you gave him authority. There's that word authority over all flesh so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given him. This is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and the one you have sent Jesus Christ. I have glorified you on earth by completing the work you gave me to do 
Now, Father, glorify me in your presence with that glory I had with you before the world existed. Mm -hmm. So we see right in the text that um, Christ's mission, number one, was to glorify his father. Mm -hmm. He submitted himself to the father through the flesh, right? Um, Because God had given him authority over all flesh Mm -hmm. um, for the purpose of us being Mm -hmm. able to be in relationship with them through Mm -hmm. eternal life. And so we see this word glorify, glorify, glorify. And glorify means nothing more than uh, making much um, through through your acts, through your work, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. of uh, the one that you are seeking to reflect and uh, show delight in. Mm-hmm. And so here we see Christ seeking to glorify through his acts, through his work, right? That's why he says um, uh, in verse four, he says, I have glorified you on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Mm -hmm. So we don't see God the Father and God the Son actually doing anything different from one another. They are actually operating in union and yet the Son is submitting to the Father. Mm -hmm. He is doing the the work of the father that comes out of Genesis, which is yeah. to be fruitful, to yeah. multiply, yeah. and to fill the earth, right? And mm-hmm. do it. And that and that is literally what he does through the work of his flesh and through the work of providing eternal life for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So as God has done uh as the Father, so has the Son done as Christ. And then it's sort of like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm rolling with y'all now. We got, got the Father, we got, mm-hmm. got the Son, and here is the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. coming into play through the mission of God's people. Leah. Okay. Okay. Transition. The Come Holy transition. Spirit. Right. Okay. The mission of God's people mm-hmm. is where we see the the um i guess the the power the fulfillment of the manifestation right of the mission of right. god through the holy spirit because god's people in his church only fulfill his mission through the power of the holy spirit come right? on and so we have in matthew 28 the mission of the church and it's given in uh verses 18 through 20 mm-hmm. of matthew 28 Mm-hmm. Let me get there, sis, because I wasn't there. <laughs> you weren't there yet. We we out here opening our Bibles. This yes. is what it's all about right here. We're we in lifetime in our Bibles. In our Bible. Um, starting in verse 18, Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. That's it. Boom. Boom. God's people have mission. um, And it does reflect everything that we've said. Fruitfulness, Mm -hmm. multiplication, filling the earth, subduing it and have dominion. Even Jesus says, all authority has in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And so he's saying, you have me. Yeah. Therefore, you have this authority, right? Yes. You have me. Therefore, you have um, the power of the Holy Spirit where he says, behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. How Mm -hmm. is he with us? Mm -hmm. Through the Holy Spirit. 
Yeah. Right. And it, it makes me think about Leah um, as well. Acts one. Right. Where um, uh, Jesus is is letting uh, the disciples know, like, mm-hmm. yo, y'all, this is what's about to go down. Mm-hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. Y'all were baptized by John, mm-hmm. but y'all are also about to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. And they like, mm-hmm. Lord, tell us, tell us, like, when the kingdom of Israel is going to come. They're thinking mm-hmm. that this stuff is like just a, a, a political sort of regime. And and then he says, no, 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 no. That is, I'm going back to the Genesis mandate, mm-hmm. which is to be fruitful, to be multiply mm-hmm. and to fill the earth. And he's saying, how are we going to do it? But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come mm-hmm. upon you and you will be my witnesses, just like what it is saying in Matthew 28, 19 through 20. And so yeah. it's this powerful work that, we we are continuing the mission of God yeah. until his son returns. Yeah, yeah. And I love that um, what we see is a real consistency between the mandate in Genesis 1 mm-hmm. and the mission in Matthew 28. Like there's yeah. a huge parallel there between this um, creation mm-hmm. and this the, the original creation of God uh, creating yeah uh humanity and commissioning humanity and then this recreation of God creating because in the beginning he created a family Come on. you know what i'm saying and Come then on. in the church he created a new family mm-hmm. where we have a family that is not our flesh and blood, but is a family that is more enduring than the one that we have in flesh and blood. And that's the church. That is the family of God. And so when Mm. he, when he comes to us and commissions us and mandates us, he's saying the same thing. He's saying, be fruitful, be spiritually fruitful, multiply, multiply disciples, have Mm. dominion, practice my authority in here on earth. You better come on in here and bring church right and now bring earth into right the dominion and the Your spaces and places of the kingdom, and, yes of the, and kingdom the people's of God. faces that you see every single day every bars. single day and so that is we can celebrate that because we don't see Ooh. anything uh new coming on the scene we Come see on. the consistency of God saying this was my family and mm. this was the mission I gave them mm. in Genesis Come now on. here is my new family bought and sealed by the blood bars. and now this is the mission that I give them More go for and do that hallelujah and it's the same thing glory to the king glory, of glory hallelujah glory hallelujah ooh that's a whole word mm. so Girl, we don't we don't like this whole thing out. So clearly being yep. on mission is coming under the mission of God, mm-hmm. which is him being glorified in himself, mm-hmm. in creation, mm-hmm. and in his people. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving forward, if this is the case, then what what does the mandate actually mean that you were talking about in Genesis yeah. 1, 28? We, yeah. You're saying like even in Matthew 28 through 18 through 20, we're seeing a recreation of what he uh, orchestrated in mm-hmm. Genesis 1, 28 mm-hmm. uh, and 29, right? 
So what does the mandate mean? What does being fruitful, what does multiplying, what does having dominion and subduing mean? Coach us through it. I mean, it will, it's just incredible that it is consistent, right? And so the same as our big takeaway, which is coming under God's mission so that he might be glorified. Mm -hmm. Now the church, the new family of God has this mission of spiritual fruitfulness, Mm -hmm. spiritual multiplication, Mm -hmm. and, and not to, not to extract it because one way to spiritually multiply is to physically multiply. (laughs) Okay. We're not going to pit one against the other. I know some people are going to want to pit one against the other. Well, I, you know, I, we ain't doing it. We ain't doing it on this year podcast. I I wasn't cut from the cloth of having kids. I wasn't cut from that cloth. It's like, okay, you're not exempt because there is spiritual multiplication that can happen even among the childless. And in fact, girl, come through, go going, going through, even going through Isaiah, when, when, um, in Isaiah 53, when um, the whole like per, the whole prophetic word about Jesus mm-hmm. and how he actually um, was going to be like those that were cut off because he did not have descendants. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about the fact that Jesus not having physical descendants actually had obviously spiritual descendants. Come on. I just, I feel like that's, there's just a moment to stop there and pause and say, there's a word for the women who cannot bear children and be mm-hmm. fruitful in this way. Yeah. That you find yourself at home with Jesus. We see who you women himself, who are, yes, we see you women who are struggling with infertility or who yes. are in the womb. Yes. Yes. Who himself, Jesus mm. himself was not um, in that way, physically fruitful. And that, in, at that point, particular context in time would have been an element of cultural shame, right? right? right. But we fi- you find yourself at home in in a Jesus who who sympathizes, who understands, and who takes that on, Come and on. who models a models spiritual it. fruitfulness that can happen in the church. So if you find yourself in a context where there are... Um, there are women, there are children around you who need to be shepherded and discipled. That is spiritual fruitfulness, right? And when you find yourself called to lay down your life and sacrifice through motherhood, whether that's Mm -hmm. biological motherhood, adoptive motherhood, foster Foster motherhood, whatever it is, you also find yourself in a place of bearing spiritual fruit by making disciples of those children. And so whether those... what However, we find ourselves making disciples, whether through the children in our home or whether through the children and people in our church, we are being fruitful and multiplying. That's it. That's it. And, and, and I just have to say this too. Yeah. Some of the children may not even be in your local church. They might be on your block. Okay. Because, okay. you know, I, I'm just being honest. Like mm-hmm. I grew up in a in a culture and in community where, you know what I'm saying? You had aunties and uncles on the block. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? My parents, yes. when they would go to work in the morning, we went across the street. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Amen. Come on now, somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, your mission, then we're going to talk about that even more. Your mission is in your context where you are. And so I love that you're just bearing witness to how that actually played out in your life. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, okay, so when we move on to multiplication, be fruitful and multiply, mm-hmm. I do want to park at the fact that like, we have in this an indicative, a sort of indicator towards this expansive obedience when we talk about valuing life, right? Okay, like flush that we out. center the fact that 
children and fruitful multiplication and fruitfulness and multiplication mm-hmm. are central to God's mission. Okay. Which actually helps us define why we value life from the womb to the tomb. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We value life because God has called us to multiply life. Yeah. So if we find ourselves in places where we are cutting off life, mm-hmm. whether no matter what that looks like, no we matter. find ourselves in direct opposition to the mandate of God. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's heavy. And so I just definitely don't want to like even just breeze past that. Yeah, but I, think I don't want you to breeze past it either because it. what I'm understanding you to say, when you're saying womb to tomb, Let's be very clear. You're talking about for the person who is actually um, pregnant and who gives birth to life, right? Yeah. We're also talking about kids on our block. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, um, We're talking about making sure life doesn't get cut off. Yeah, by, making, by making sure that life does not get violence cut off. That's right. Gun violence. The prison system. Come or, on. Come our, on. You know, our justice system, our, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm even thinking about um, mm-hmm. uh, mental health um, and and um, other spaces where social services are are limited. Amen. Amen. Come yeah, on now. Absolutely. For us in for us for for us as believers as believing women women mm-hmm. of the cross we believe in the whole expansive yeah. obedience it's, of mm-hmm. god and and the fact that it speaks to the totality it's not just to preach the gospel and everything's going to be well it's right. all of it it's mm-hmm. all of it what does this whole person need yes. to be fruitful mhm 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 Go forth, girl. Amen. That's all I have to say. That's all you got to say. I don't have a practical word for this here day. Take that. Take hit that. that. Hit we that. Back. Hit that. Thirty second rewind. We all need it. <laughs> we all need will. it. Yeah. Even just stewardship of like, listen, we care about uh, the things that babies are putting in their belly. Like, yeah. let's have some holistic. Mm-hmm. Lee and I were just rejoicing about mm-hmm. a, a brand new grocery store that was like. Mm-hmm. redone and and had healthy green vegetables mm-hmm. for the community mm-hmm. um in a marginal in a marginalized community that mm-hmm. matters that, that matters, matters. Mm-hmm. okay that's expansive obedience so that is expansive obedience to fruitfulness girl to fruitfulness. absolutely yes and, and to dominion right and like dominion, yes. i think it is for d- dominion as well because if you're talking about god's domain god's god's authority is a good authority it's mm-hmm. one under which people can thrive yes. people can be elevated justice is 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 happening folks have dignity like yes. this is what the dominion of god looks like and so yes. when we bring god's dominion as his new family are we bringing it in ways where people feel elevated seen loved justice is given life mm-hmm. is exalted like those known. are things mm-hmm. where we know that we are on mission when this type of spiritual fruit is yeah. being born and where yeah. this type of God's dominion is mm-hmm. being seen, where spiritual multiplication can happen. Those yeah. are places where we see the mandate is being fulfilled and God's mission is really going forth. All right, Leah. So when you're talking about dominion, what, what is that, that? What does dominion mean? Yeah, when we're talking about dominion, we're really talking about the the um, the expressed rule and reign of God, right? So we're not talking about this sort of abstract authority and this intensity um, that really doesn't reflect God's abundance and his generosity, but mm-hmm. the dominion, just like we were talking about a second ago of the yeah. kingdom of God really is like the... the um, 
the presence or the spiritual atmosphere that God's rule and reign brings mm-hmm. and the physical uh, joy that God's rule and reign mm-hmm. brings. And so mm-hmm. when we when we talk about dominion, we're talking about a stewardship, really, not like an ultimate authority, like you're not the ultimate, you're you not the end of the authority, here. but we're talking about a stewarding of the ultimate dominion and the ultimate real authority that God mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, I mean, when we, I, I think that that is, when we're looking at the whole umbrella of the mandate, I feel like unpacking that is the fruitfulness, the multiplication, dominion of subduing. This is what we have. This is what that means. This is what the expansive obedience, like you were talking about, really Mm -hmm. looks like. And so now what doesn't it mean, right? Like we have Mm -hmm. this mission, what does it mean? And just real quick, like what doesn't it mean? Well, definitely doesn't mean that you are the authority and you are in in you being the authority. You're actually narrating Mm -hmm. what your what your own version of fruitfulness, multiplication and dominion is. Mm -hmm. Um, It is totally funneled through. Um, God himself in his triuneness. And so because of that, it's, it's the, the, the conviction. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. It is the conviction of the mandate that, that drives how then you should live. Yeah. And so um, that's actually what it doesn't mean. It -hmm. doesn't mean your mission over God's mission. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't mean um, you striving and thriving like this perfectionism, this go-getter, this competitive edge um, to be at the top, to to trample over others for the sake Mm -hmm. of your own um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, driven flourishing, right? Right. Your own I, drivenness. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think but, we see both of like the drivenness, right? And then. Mm-hmm. Especially um, in our culture right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, it's a huge driven, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I do understand stewardship. I do understand you know, um, but like this glorification of the grind, I think is what you're talking about. The glorification, it's this glorification of, the of the grind without the the true like rest in who our identity is, what God's mm-hmm. mission is, yes. and believing that ultimately He's going to accomplish a mission. He's going to use us. Yes. Right. Yes. So what about so so we have this striving, this this glorification of the grind is one of the things that it doesn't look like. Mm-hmm. What it doesn't mean, and then what's the flip side of that? Yeah, the, the the flip side of that is rest, right? Mm-hmm. What we see in creation is, is that what, what God has um, orchestrated and ordered um, mm-hmm. is, number one, is not only blessed, but he declares that it is good. Mm-hmm. And when he finishes um, what he has created, mm-hmm. there is this rest mm-hmm. because God does not operate out of a grind, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) But he operates out of his goodness Mm -hmm. um, for the betterment of not just himself, but others, you know, the the ones that he created, all the created things, as well as uh, the people that are made in his image. And I really want to land here because um, it says that in the image of God, mm-hmm. he created male and female. He created them, right? Mm-hmm. And so our role as women, it, are, it's, it should reflect and mirror the one who created us. Yeah, amen. 
<laughs> and that's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And, and so if it's not mirroring him, then what it's doing is we're actually seeing that we're on the throne mm-hmm. and that we have created a go, mm-hmm. go-getter grind in mm-hmm. ourselves versus um, mm-hmm. this beautiful uh, created uh, order that mm-hmm. God has designed for us to reflect and to do through mm-hmm. food fruitfulness, multiplication, and dominion. So, but then, so I I see you saying don't glorify the grind. So you have some women that would swing to the other side of the pendulum too far past, they would zoom past rest Mm -hmm. and go to this place of look like, I'm not going to grind. So I'm just going to do me. I'm I'm just just trying to do me out here. And it's this disconnect from the mission. And some would even call it lazy. Like I have been there. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like checking out in the highest way. Like Mm -hmm. the most highest form of checkout. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. talk about that a little we, bit. You and I talk about that all the time, right? Yeah, we like, do. That we it's don't want to show struggle. up for the day. It's, I it's told you struggle. that today. Right. Um, Hashtag um, confessions. <laughs> We're but, out here struggling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we see in Proverbs that there is a lot of truth around um, this 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 reality of um, being what we would consider sluggards or slothful, right? Mm-hmm. It's not... Mm-hmm honoring to the Lord. When the Lord made us and he created us, he created us with purposefulness. And that purposefulness came out of the mandate to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth um, and to subdue it. And so Mm -hmm. there is this intent, there is this beautiful thing that God has created called work. Mm -hmm. And so it, it doesn't matter whether you're going too far to the pendulum of the grind yeah. or whether it, you're not doing anything at all. The reality is, is that you're not reflecting his image bearing good work if you being lazy. Mm-hmm. And mm. some of us need to hear that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, showing up for the day, like go to bed on time so that you can work well as unto the Lord, whatever yeah. you do and word to be, do as yeah. unto the Lord. Come on, Colossians. So, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it so, had to be memorized. It had I, to I be. was in the lazy section. Hello. Me. Okay, come on now. Somebody. Wait a minute. Now you're sneaking in the application uh-huh. where you struggle, bring in scripture into that space that will compel you towards what is right and glorifying to God. Can you just walk up? Like you literally are just <laughs> shepherding us in live time. And what do I do to yeah. stay on mission if I'm <laughs> tempted towards laziness? Yeah. If you're t- putting God's word in your mind, putting it in and, and yeah. reciting like, yeah. this is the mission. This yeah. is where I am. This is where yeah, I stand. Because laziness is a sin. And mm. right. That's what the word says. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I yeah. might not sin against you. Okay. And so the, 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 the true, uh, the true uh, signs and reflections that, that uh, what Christ has done is made alive in us is um where where how we rejoice and and uh and how we repent okay yeah. <laughs> if we don't find ourselves uh repenting or hiding God's word in our heart that the truth of God's word speaks to all of these things mm-hmm. and so you know that's what i would say is like hiding God's word in your heart is essential if you are if we say that we are women of the cross and we are made in God's image it doesn't matter if we grind it or if we being lazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in defining this, you know, I, I almost, I sort of want us to go to a little bit of the direction, Leah, is like, 
how do we navigate this in our lives? Like, you know, of course, scripture memory is essential, but Mm -hmm. on some real practicals for us Mm -hmm. as women, because there are a lot of things calling out to us in the day to day, whether it's being, whether it is laziness or whether it is actually like, you start them seven businesses, you, you know, you spread yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. um, how do we know mm-hmm. where we should be on mission and devoting yeah. our time? Like, Look, I, I think the first thing you got to do is take inventory of what is both seen and unseen already in your life. On so come on now. Come on. Let's talk about taking inventory, literally auditing your own self and being mm-hmm. like, what is, what do I have? That's what is word. seen? Right. Your role as a mother, as a daughter, as a sister, et cetera, all these things that are already defined, your role as an employee, as a neighbor, you know what I'm saying? These are the things, these are the roles that are seen. And then what are the things that are unseen? Then we're talking about what's under the surface, the gifts Mm. and talents that the Lord has given you that aren't already a part of your everyday work. So whether that's your propensity towards, you can crunch numbers until the day is done, or you have creativity, you can see and create in God's -hmm. God's creation Mm -hmm. and nature Mm -hmm. or whatever, or whether that's um, just, my daughter is such a good, uh, she loves to celebrate people. Like Mm -hmm. it's just her gift to like celebrate people. She's always making a a welcome sign for somebody or making a Hard for somebody, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so, come on, exhortation. The, the unseen, the yeah. The mm, I had to exhort her in that the other day because she was on the downward spiral. <laughs> but <laughs> just like those unseen things that God has put in your tool belt, those gifts and talents that He's put yeah. in you, they could show up in any of those seen roles, right? Yeah. yeah. Or could show up in other spaces where God calls you. Mm. But so, really taking inventory and saying what is seen and what is unseen in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And how do I bring those things into this channeling towards the mandate of fruitfulness and multiplication? Where has God called me in these roles? Mm-hmm. And how do I combine that with the gifts and talents he's given me to go forth? And be Yeah. And I, can I just add one more um, thought to that, which mm-hmm. is for the women who um, struggle and be like, man, I got to have... I, I, I don't see every single detail filled out or I need every single Mm. detail to be filled Mm -hmm. out um, in my life so I can know exactly what to chart as my next move. What I'm saying is, is that we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen, Mm -hmm. somebody? Amen. Okay, then. So at some point, you Mm -hmm. just, that's why it's called faith. Yeah, because without right. faith, it is impossible to please right. God. Right. So when you're talking about the scene, scene component, I really want to land there. Like be faithful where mm-hmm. you are. Where your mission you field are. is between yeah. your two feet mm-hmm. at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Once between your two feet, you know, it's already defined. Yeah, and then being able to really say, Lord, I, I believe that this is a gift. This is clearly a gift that you're going to, you've given me and I have some free time to use mm-hmm. Lord allow me to use this in some sort of way, even if it's inviting someone, if you have a gift of hospitality, inviting Mm -hmm. them into your home, Mm -hmm. making space for that. But Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we can, sometimes we can find ourselves sort of like stuck Mm -hmm. um, and saying like, is this the right season? Is this the right Right. time? You know what I'm saying? And it's like- real talk, like the disappointment of not being in the season that you want to be, you know? And so I think what I hear you saying is that like, 
where you are, right, is is the remedy to that sense of unfulfillment or disappointment. If you feel mm-hmm. like you're off, you're somehow off, or you missed your calling or whatever, it's like these are the moments where you are and with what God has given you. That it's like, mm-hmm. how do I do it here in this mm-hmm. space? You know, yes. instead of looking for this next thing, right? What has God given me now, mm-hmm. and how do I use that now? How do I show up with these gifts? It, these, how do I show up with these unseen gifts and talents in the seen spaces that he's already given me mm-hmm. and doing with what he has already placed in front of me, the things that, that reflect uh, being on mission with fruitfulness and multiplication and filling the earth and subduing it. And all these things that we've talked about, what does it look like to be on mission with what he has given me right now? And remembering that he is not done yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yes. And unless you, unless you are worshiping him forever, yeah. <laughs> in that in that eternal party called heaven, come on, he's not done. He's not done. And so the mission for you still continues. Seasons change. He may call you into a different space, but your faithfulness and being on mission can be in any season. Um, and really trusting that even if you're in a moment where it feels like disappointment, trusting and believing that uh, faithfulness on mission here means that you're training yourself for faithfulness on mission wherever he takes you. Mm, that's a word. Yeah. So can I pray for us? Because that's, that's it. You just yeah. ushered us right on in. Father, we thank you and we praise you for today. We thank you, God, that um, we do not operate outside of you. You're the one who made us. You're the one who created us. You're the one who fashioned us into your likeness. And so, Father, we do nothing outside and apart from you. Apart from you, we can do nothing. And so, Father, I pray for the women um, who have been questioning and wondering what is their purpose, what is their mission. Father, I pray that um, that that there would be a rooted conviction uh, of, of what it means to be on mission for you, to be fruitful, to multiply, and to fill the earth through dominion and subduing. And Father, I pray that you will be glorified in it because that is uh, what you have uh, called us to, that at the end of the day, we're supposed to glorify you and enjoy you forever. And so we thank you for the gift of being on mission. We thank you for the gift of work. Help us, Lord God, um, to uh, not be driven by the cultural grind and help us uh, to not be slothful. God, help us to understand uh, the, the navigation of those two spaces and the tension of that. And may we be discerning of your spirit as to how we are called to be on mission in the seen and the unseen of this life. God, help us to stay faithful between the mission and our between our two feet at any given day, at any given moment, at any given time. We thank you for this purposeful vision that you have given us right in front of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day, ladies. Thank you.